Welcome to another episode of Sync and Assist. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, well, welcome. Thank you for giving us a moment of your time. And if you're a returning listener, well, thank you for coming back. Thank you for making us a part of your weekly routine. We can't say it enough. Thank you all for the continued support. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. and We, we truly appreciate it. And we hope that you all are able to take something away from these episodes. But this week, like every week, we have yet another really good episode for you all. This week we talk about forgiveness and how forgiveness is freedom for not just the aggressor of the, a situation, but yourself as well. Uh, how unforgiveness can be an anchor that holds you down. And we also discuss trying to understand and understanding that we won't fully be able to understand what someone is going through because everyone deals with things differently. So, like I said, this week we have yet another really good and deep and honest episode for you all. But before we get into this week's episode, you can find Brad at Bradley Pallone on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Robert DXN on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Sync and Assist on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sync and Assist. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Player FM. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please rate, review, and subscribe. It actually makes a difference. It makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. But let's get right into this week's episode. Episode 26, Sync and Assist. talked about forgiveness before and, and this was a few days ago and I've been working on it since but we've talked about forgiveness and unforgiveness on the podcast before but I, I woke up a few days ago like we've talked about it on the podcast but from your side but I don't I don't really recall ever talking about it on my side and like I guess I've I've never really focused on forgiveness and I guess mostly on on not necessarily forgiving but moving on without exactly me being free of it but not the person the aggressor if you will right yeah yeah but I, I was just thinking about that and uh, a line that I actually post on Instagram stories because I use that far more than actual Instagram. Um, but a, a, a quote from a song from one of my favorite bands being as an ocean, um, unforgiveness is a cell that we make for ourselves. And that line is always playing in, in the back of my head like all the time. Like that album came out like three years ago. So like three years, that's been on loop in the back of my head off and on again. But I actually like thought about like forgiveness and like I, I just had a birthday so like whenever you have like a, a new year or a new age you always just say I'm gonna work on something <laughs> on, on myself 
I'm going to work on something. But I, I, I guess I started with that. And we, we talked about past, you know, traumas and not like necessarily in detail, but we talked about past traumas. But I guess I, I, I never thought or really considered forgiveness. It, it was something that it's just a word that comes up a lot, but it was never like a, uh, something that I practiced. It, it was just something in passing, I guess. Mm. Like you talking about it and me like, yeah, that was, that was a good project you did. Oh, yeah, my but video. I, I never did it myself, I guess. Right. So, and, and we talk about practicing what you preach all the time. But, <laughs> and so I, I, I've kind of been working on that, like, right, kind of freeing, because I've been freed of one of the main situations we've we talked about in this podcast, because it's a little more fresh, but, and, well, I guess not, it's been about a year, but it, it's the most recent, I guess, but I never really freed that person of that, necessarily, like, I, I left it with, like, it's not like I, I hate you or anything, it's just I, I kind of need some time, and... Right. And there's never really been ill will. Like there, things would come up. Like, damn, that that was pretty, that that was pretty shitty. But it's not like mm. that's a shitty person, you know. And that right. person's even say like, I've been a shitty person. And I'm I'm sorry about that. And but I've always gone back to like keep pushing. Like growth is inevitable, and mm. like like stuff like that. But not actually like freeing that person of that. Which, by the way, I, I don't necessarily agree with uh, the statement, you know, I've been a shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, it, at least this is my opinion, but um, that statement is, is confining yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've been a shitty person. Uh, behavior and who you are are two different things. And oftentimes we conflate anything that we do or say uh as as our identity as like what we are Mm -hmm. um and i think who you are supersedes any behavioral issues that might uh that you might incite you know um but with with that being said well i guess that kind of you know it explains you know a lot in that situation that you're talking about um that they aren't necessarily putting in a lot of the work sometimes or at least from what we can tell mm-hmm. um i mean hopefully that person is working on themselves but um uh, oftentimes throughout the the relationship uh you you would hear a lot of talk but no action and that's i think i recognize that so deeply in other people because i do it as well i i talk about forgiveness without forgiving people i talk Mm. about things that i aspire to be as if it's outside of me and not something i actually do or am or you know it's actions do speak louder than words you know yeah but that's for you it's not for anybody else and that's that's the the reason that i had forgiveness uh or i started that project of forgiveness um very short video which we've talked about before on the podcast, but uh, that was something personal for me. And I'm glad that maybe that video kind of got your gears turning. 
yeah. on your own forgiveness. Because, mm. yeah, it is something that we throw around. We just say, oh, yeah, forgiveness, you know. and Because yeah, I grew up thinking forgiveness was just, uh, all right, approach that person that uh, you hurt or they hurt, and the person that hurt the other person says sorry. Yeah. Like mm. that's like that's how it is. That's how we grow up typically. Which that's is not exactly how it goes. <laughs> not really. I yeah. think uh in adulthood you realize that's not the case. Half the time uh it won't be face to face and someone may not be willing to admit their faults, but each play a part in mm-hmm. the scenario. So all you can do is release them of the power they had over you. Or, and or release yourself from the power that you allow them to have over you. Mm-hmm. And like like we were saying before, um, that if w- forgiveness is like you you can forgive someone, it doesn't mean that they will change. And like it is a freeing of yourself in a way where like we're like we were saying before, like we're rising, we're we're, you know, we're we're on this incline, we're rising, we're floating up to the top. But unforgiveness is an anchor, and it weighs you down. How like, mm. if you have this on your heart, then you're not, uh, you know, uh, ascending at the rate that you could be, because this isn't on. This is what's in the back of your mind, and you're not going to be batting one hundred. Uh, but I guess I say all that to say that um, I'm I'm working on it. But um, and I'm it's something that like I've worked past and like I'm fine with it. But it's also like it's a small world, and our circle and that circle is almost like a Venn diagram <laughs> where uh, the circles are almost colliding, where everyone knows each other and like what good is it if there's ill will in which there isn't but things might not ever go and things won't i'm sure ever go back to how they were but they don't have to be how they are have been Mm -hmm. recently but people can coexist and that's what um forgiveness is about like Mm -hmm. it'll make life a lot easier if you um didn't live with unforgiveness right yeah yeah i think um I think I've realized that for anybody that has done me wrong, um, I I decide for myself how to, to what capacity they will be in my life again. Mm-hmm. Um, the boundaries. Yeah, the boundaries, where that line is uh, for your health. Um, but what needs to be treated is the, the attitude towards that person. Um, I think, I think it's healthy to, to say, all right, well, I may not let them into my life at the capacity that they were for their sake and my sake. Um, but if you are, if you cross paths with them on social media or in real life or, and the first thought in your head was, fuck them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) um, then there's some work that still needs to be done because I guess what 
what uh, arose that idea in my head was um, something recently where uh, an an ex lover of mine uh, had um, actually left me a, a pretty nice com- comment compliment to my my uh, current art <laughs> and um, my first thought was what do I do with that and um, as I started think to think about it I, I said you know what we're all human here like I think uh, not to put a damper on what anyone goes through because if if you are hurt by a situation uh, I don't want to water that down by any means and and I'm not justifying what you know anybody's behavior I'm not justifying any of that but um but if you can get to the point where you realize that everyone's human everyone's going through something and you know I so I was you know intimate with somebody and and I got hurt um and ended up you know, feeling alone after the situation. Um, yeah, they're going through something. I'm going through something. We're all going through something. And uh, why why should I hold any vitriol? You know, because as of as of now, I I wouldn't really say it's encouraged in our culture to be vitriolic, but it is patted on the back to an extent. They say, well, they had it coming. You know, we're fight fire with fire kind of thing. Um, you know, we just have this kind of nonchalant attitude about it. Whereas I'm like, no, that's that's really not the best way to go about it. You know, it it's that to me that seems kind of like a childish way to go about life. Is uh, well, he hit me, so I hit you back. You know, because that you shouldn't hit people. You know, I, I've, I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but a situation at, when I was 10 that, that still I think of to this day, um, I love how I can remember something from, you know, that long ago, but I can't remember what I ate for breakfast last week, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of my neighbors that I was friends with, um, He's a bigger guy, and I've always been a, a small guy in you know, my whole life. <laughs> um, but one day he was uh, he was making fun of the way I walk in front of uh, the other kids in the neighborhood because uh, I kind of walk like duck feet, you know, <laughs> which I still kind of I still find myself trying to correct that. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show, even to this day what happened when I was 10 is still affecting me now. I try to correct how I walk and make my feet straighter instead of outward. Um, so he was making fun of the way I walk. And it. Uh, I stayed silent for the first few minutes of it. I you know, was like, I, I shouldn't, I really want to say something back to him. Well, I finally did. I, I, I called him fat. And uh, then he got mad and then he, he pushed me to the ground, and um, I remember it. That was one of the first moments of feeling like I didn't have a voice. I feel like I wasn't understood, or that you know, if I stand up for myself, it's wrong. But other people can walk all over me. 
because at that point on, you know, if anybody made fun of me, I just took it. I never responded back. Now, there's a healthy way to deal with it. And now that I'm older, I, I can see that, you know, to, to confront somebody and, and, you know, talk to them like an adult and not just if they're calling you names, you call them a name back kind of thing. Um, but yeah, for, I'm still working through forgiveness, I guess, with, with that guy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's just a scenario. Uh, I don't know. Maybe people can relate to that being bullied as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I went to four high schools. Oh man. Yeah. It, it, it was Wait, rough. I didn't know that. Yeah. Four high schools? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you told me that a long time ago and I just yeah. forgot. Uh, but that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At high school every year of high school. No. Uh <laughs> I went to one school for two years and then I was bullied straight out of that school. Um I didn't even take the bus to school or home. Um, and then... Good grief. Yeah. Then the next school, I went to two schools one year uh, for junior year. And then senior year, I went to a school for the first time in a year. Uh, the whole year. I, I was at that fourth school for um, all of senior year. Yeah, but I was so, like, out of it senior year, I didn't even really, like, I I was cool with a lot of people, and there wasn't, like, bullying there, but there was, like, trauma there, so I, I just stayed to myself, but I was, like, cool with a lot of people, but, yeah, no, uh, bullying, <laughs> it's not fun. No bueno. Yeah, and, yeah, but, I mean, even, even that, uh, one of my bullies, I, I tried to forgive him. Like, I found him on Facebook, and I friended him, and I was like, no, no. And then I unfriended him, and, yeah. Well, you got to uh, decide. Now I'm working on it today. <laughs> you have to decide for you what, trust your instincts on it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's if it's not time for that, or if it'll ever be time for that, I mean that's up to you but um because like with my my forgiveness project video um there's a few people in there that i may not ever confront ever again i'm not sure uh i guess i don't know the future but as of now i don't really see it um but there's a couple in there that if i cross paths with them uh i've even thought about sending them a message saying, you know, I'm sorry for how I acted. Um, I I actually <laughs> um, recently sent a message to one of my old friends. Uh, I She may not think anything of it. Uh, like, to her, it may not be a big deal, or it might be. I don't know. Um, she's never uh, talked to me about it since it happened, but I, I kind of did a little something that I, I re- regret. I don't think it was... a appropriate and um but so I, I sent her a message and uh I, I just asked her how she was doing and then she responded with yeah I'm doing fine how, how are you and I just kind of gave her a brief summary of what my life's like right now 
and then followed it with another message that said, and, you know, and by the way, like, last time we saw each other, you know, I didn't really handle it very well, and I apologize, you know. It's just kind of crazy to to think that we're raised a certain way to, or at least at least I was, and I'm sure you were. Um, it, it's like ingrained as a kid to 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 right your wrongs, but it's rare that anybody carries that through in their life. Mm. Most people seem to just hold on to the regrets and pains and like they just have this I hate people attitude. I hear that all the time too. Um and I've, I've said it. I've said I it. Say too. It. I've said Still. it. Because especially working in, in retail environments and mm. things like that. I, I get it. Um but I am learning to try to change my language yeah. because it's it's not always healthy some of the things I say. I sabotage myself. Uh, especially with finances, you know, saying I can't afford that. Whereas, no, I can afford that, but I don't need it right now. So the mm-hmm. funds are not materialized. Yeah. That that sort of phrasing. There's just help. not time for that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just... I find it interesting that that we continue to say like, I, or a lot of people try to say you know I don't like people I hate people. Well, we may say not be that about kids. We may <laughs> yeah we may not be fond with with the general populace, but there's plenty of people in our lives that we come to for solace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I don't I don't really want to make vast generalizations like I hate people because <laughs> you're you're people. Yeah. And you're people to someone else, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've said, um, we've said uh, a few episodes ago, like, like own your shit, and that's a big part of forgiveness. It's like, you have to deal with it first, and then, and that is owning your shit. Like, this has affected me. Let's work past this so that I can deal with this today but if something like that were to arise tomorrow I could deal with that Mm. with grace then and then like the releasing that person like that's on your own time but like because everyone their process is completely different but like you have to own own your stuff because no one else will (laughs) Like, like we say like you have to be the one to make the change and then it'll expand outward and um it will affect people hopefully but today who knows hopefully it'll affect someone and then uh they'll pay it forward in a way but all all of this kind of reminds me of something that you've said not on the podcast we were actually editing the podcast um the last episode um you you asked me um a, a question like um do you agree with, and, and I forget how, how you phrase it. Do you, oh, you agree I with? Oh, um, now. Yeah. Uh, oh. it, uh, a friend of mine who's struggling with depression um, posted an article 
that said, um, I, I wanted your opinion on this, and uh, it said, um, like, when you're talking to someone who has experienced loss and is in that that depressed state of, of, of realization that this is real, I've, you know, I've lost someone in my life, a family member died or a friend died. In this case, my friend uh, had lost her boyfriend, uh, a sudden overdose, um, and uh, that's super tragic. Um, and I, I try to message her every now and again, see if she's all right. But uh, and after she posted this article, I, I went back through my messages and was like, have I said this before? <laughs> but uh, the, the I know how you feel mm-hmm. response, or the I understand, or, you know, or I trying to relate, I guess the the article was saying that in trying to relate to somebody's pain of loss, it d- diminishes the way that they f- it makes them feel like you're diminishing their experience. Um, which I I was kind of on I have two sides to my opinion on it. I don't disagree with it. Um. But, you know, I guess from another perspective, too, I can kind of see where people are coming from. But, yeah, you, I asked you, I said, what did you think about that? Because, yeah, yeah, I, yeah it was, you know, what do you think about somebody telling somebody who just lost, you know, a, a family member or a friend close to them that, like, I know how you feel or I, mm. I understand you, I can relate, you know. Yeah, and, like, and I, I'm coming where you are with it like I have two different sides but I, I said that uh, I think by saying that it can not that it entirely does because if you've dealt with it yourself and like you can to an extent but it kind of discredits how that person's feeling because everyone feels and everyone deals with things differently so like someone's depression might be a 10, but yours might be a 7. So you mm. don't know exactly how that person's feeling. Right. So, yeah, I, it's just, I, I guess it kind of tie the two together so that everyone deals with things differently. And um, there's a process to everything. Uh, nothing is automatic. Nothing's instant. Um, like, I've literally gone through something and I'd be like, oh, oh I'm already past that. And I, I was, but like if someone else went through the same thing, it could traumatize them. But mm. I've gone through a lot of <laughs> things. I'm like, oh, I just brush a lot of stuff off. But mm-hmm. other things do um, stick around for a little bit longer than others. So everyone deals with things differently. And to s- go back it it can discredit how someone is feeling because you don't know exactly because everyone does with emotions differently even Mm. because like two people could watch the same movie. Like we could watch like pursuit of happiness (laughs) and (laughs) someone could be crying the whole way through and someone could feel roughly the same emotions but not cry at all and like Mm -hmm. these people feel emotions 
differently, but they also react to things differently also. Yeah. And yeah, it's just different levels. Everyone's different. I always say like everyone's a case by case basis. Yeah. I think I've said this before. Um, I mean, like if a, uh, a preacher is preaching to a hundred people in a room, I mean, he's not preaching one sermon. He's preaching a hundred sermons. Um, so yeah, like everybody does process differently and um, everybody's stages of grief is at different time periods and different, yeah, did shorter or longer than other people and how someone can react to, you know, like when my, when my grandfather passed, like um, my, my initial reaction was pretty, I mean, indifferent, to be honest. And to some people, that seems insensitive. That Like, um, a few of them, like, I couldn't cry for the longest time. Uh, yeah, I didn't cry for a long time. And I think it was due to a lot of what was going on with my relationship a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But, because um, there was just, like, I was out of tears. I was numbed out pretty hard. So any death that was going on around me probably looked insensitive because I was just super robotic about everything. Like, well, it's death. It is what it is, you know? I mean, um, like, I I wasn't purposefully being, like, a, a dick about it or anything. It's just I wasn't grieving like other people were until, like, then the the gates just, like, opened. It's, it's like the dam broke. <laughs> and then it's just, like, I... Cry. like I cried over uh, I cried over my lost relationship I cried over my grandfather I cried over Robin Williams dying like it was almost like I was making up for lost time Yeah. for like every little like incident just kind of tumbleweeded you know it's like it, it, I don't know if you've ever had that kind of moment where it's just like you're crying about everything just so overwhelmingly that like just stupid, stupid shit that happened, you know, 15 years ago that made no sense. Like, I just wanted that cake for my birthday and they it got me chocolate instead instead of key lime or something, you know. Uh, that was a weird, that was a weird moment, but I needed that to happen. Mm-hmm. That was part of my, uh, my journey, I guess, emotionally. Um, but, uh, where I was going with that. I uh, (laughs) I think I went off on a tangent. But that needed to be said. I hadn't thought about that in a while. That's what this podcast is all about. It's all about the therapy. Yeah. And just just letting out your your thoughts, emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, But I'm a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we all are. And... um, growth is inevitable if you allow it like some we've talked about before that some people just they they never change like people you can grow but some people stay where they are because they they refuse to but shouldn't you want better and like to tie it all back like forgiveness is is one of those things like if something from a few years ago is hindering you from moving forward. Shouldn't you want to work on that 
Because mm. um, that could be the one thing that's holding you back from getting to where you want to be. So it is, it's good to work on things. And uh, I, I guess in today, in today's society, which is a whole other discussion, but <laughs> uh, people just, they, they don't want to talk about like what they're going through. They, they just want to mm. state like, they just want to say, like, I'm going through something. They they don't want to talk about it, though. And sometimes just talking about something is the best way to get through it, like, sort through it. Yeah, and there's more to it. I mean, there people don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. But, and a lot of times the, one that, the ones that do end up talking, um, they just want to be heard they want to be validated in their pain that kind of goes back to what uh we're saying about the the uh, relating to people can make depressed people feel like they're like it's it's downplaying their their pain mm-hmm. um i think typically people people mean well when they try to relate to someone um but I think a lot of people just want to be heard in their pain. Um, but, you know, but by the same token, though, you know, you have to do the work in yourself, mm-hmm. like as you were saying. If, um, it, if, if they just want to stay in their pain, you know, how long? Yeah. You know, if they just want the constant validation of pain you know, they become addicted to it, accustomed mm-hmm. to it, and that's all they know. And they don't really want to move on from the pain. And so if someone coming by and, you know, relating to you or trying to relate to you, you know, you do have to recognize that they do, that a lot of times they do mean well. I mean, sometimes they don't, but... um but it that's a hard call. It it kind of goes back to <laughs> a previous episode where we talked about how do you encourage people to to grow, but not pushing them too hard if they're not ready, you know? Because you they do need to feel validated where they're at, but how long do they need to stay in that yeah. place? You know, it's tough. It is tough. Like raising but a child, I don't know. Forever is not the answer. Right, yeah, that's the only uh, thing you can be one hundred percent positive about. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't stay where you are forever. Mm. You know, yeah, you, you, you have to work through. You do. You you have to get up and and move. But, and I know, and I hope by me saying that it is not insensitive because. I know how hard it is. Like I, I really mm. do. But at the same time, I cannot understand what some people are going through because there's people out there that are going through much worse than me. Yeah. Much worse. So imagine what you're going through, but times a million, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I really can't imagine. But that just... That validates our point even more is that the work within you, whatever that work is do it because 
I mean, nobody nobody wants to stay in that forever. Yeah, and <laughs> at some point, um, you have to move on if they don't. Mm. Um, and and that's hard. That is hard. At, which is something I I had to I've had to do before, and like you and I were very empathetic and sympathize. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this person's like this person's stuck where they are, but you also don't want them to be, but mm-hmm. you can't want them to be for them. They have to want that. So, like at some point, if they remain where they are and no matter how much you you try your best to help them through it but not do it for them because it that's their fight to fight um right. at some point you do have to move on but for people like you and i like it's hard not to like run back like are you okay <laughs> like yeah it, it's it's I yeah, and I tough. apologize too much. <laughs> or I, I used to at least. I would apologize yeah. for things that weren't my fault at all. Mm-hmm. But I felt like that's what they needed to hear, so I would apologize. <laughs> but it's not it's not your responsibility. Yeah. I mean or know your limits. Mm-hmm. And have limits. Have limits. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't until I woke up one day like, you know what? with that look (laughs) can't we listeners can't see you but that that facial expression (laughs) said it all (laughs) yeah but you have to have you have to want it for yourself you can't let the people around you want it for you more than you want it for yourself Mm. Yeah, it, which I if you're taking something from this, maybe we're talking to you <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think these episodes, like what we talk about, like we take something away from. I, I, I'm, I'm positive there, there's someone out there that can take from it. And people have been reaching out, like that that helped us, and it's not like that's what we're setting out to do. It's like we're literally exercising our demons mm. by talking about them, which is what we've been talking about this episode. Yeah. Because yeah. there are things we have to work out, and, like, maybe this is a class. Let's iron, work it out iron together. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You help bring out a lot in me. The good and the bad, and the the bad so I can deal with, the, with it in a good way. <laughs> yeah, because... We all have to. Ha- we all have to want better for ourselves, but we all have to help each other out at the same time, but not do it for each mm. other. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, like I, I can show you a path, but you have to walk it. Like. Mhm. <laughs> and like that path might be different for you than it is for me, but right, it's a path that needs to be taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think that about does it for this week's episode it was what's even the point of saying it was another raw one because they all are yeah (laughs) (laughs) they all are (laughs) just is yeah (laughs) 
but we we really hope you you take something away from it. And all this what we say speaks to you because it's it's coming from a raw and honest place, and it's like not just what we're going through because if we're going through it, then obviously someone else is going through it because there are 7.5 billion people in the world. <laughs> I'm sure someone's going through something right now, but especially like in this 2018 and like the president is who, you know, stuff is the not current good political climate <laughs> in certain and, areas. <laughs> right. And uh, depression seems to be pretty uh, fluent and, Mm-hmm. society uh, at least we're seeing it more so yeah yeah so and we're in a place where we can talk about it because not everyone can not everyone's comfortable about talking about it but that's our job yeah <laughs> yeah so listen to us and then maybe you'll want to talk <laughs> about it but that that does it for this week's episode and we will see you next week drive safe